0: welcome to the spirit of life ministries spirit of life ministries aim is to call to the born again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of god through the teaching and proclamation of the word of god as well as the greater good for all humanity spirit of life foundation is based on ephesians fourth chapter for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of christ till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the son of god and fullness of christ to the edifying of the body of christ in love spirit of life ministries heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love please welcome now sister beatrice jackson
1: thank you for joining spirit of life ministries i am sister b i give honor to god the father the son jesus my lord and savior and the holy spirit father thank you for another day that we have not seen as always we get another chance new mercies every day and your grace praise god to get it right then draw closer to you now i ask that you open the understanding of the hearers give their hearts to be receptive and open to what you have to say for them in their lives praise god thank you and i ask that you give me the grace to minister what you have given me all this i ask in jesus name and i thank you for it amen praise god Well, we are yet in our series, A Time of Testing. And this is actually part of a larger series, The Glorious Church, which is found in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verses 26 through 27. Jesus is speaking of this and he writes excuse me he says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word verse 27 that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish now what does the lord mean in regard to his glorious church being this way well he means that it be without spot meaning stain soil defilement morally or evil use of the tongue that's what he says to present it without spot without stain soil defilement morally or evil use of the tongue how about wrinkle it means a fold as in a drawing together and to present it flawless that's what it means also found that wrinkle means folds anything that could be hidden or concealed covert as in to deceive He's removing all the wrinkles, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And lastly, without blemish. That means he's presenting his church to himself that it will be without blame, unblemished, faultless, unable to find fault or pin anything on us because of our life. That's what it means to be without blemish. So that's what the Lord is doing in his people, in his body these days for such a time as this, praise God. Thank you. Before we move forward, I just want to expound a little bit on a couple things we talked about last week. In Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verse 10 through 12, I was emphasizing the point that we need to know what's at hand and who is at hand. So I'm not going to read all of what I read. I'm just going to focus on Ephesians 2. I would su- suggest or encourage you to go back and listen to the message prior to this one. Praise God. In Ephesians, verse 6, verse 10. And it's not that I've cornered the market in this. I'm, I'm yet growing in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as well. Yet I like to share what I have learned and what's been successful for me so far. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, what that means is to first of all rely and depend on Jesus. Rely and depend on the Lord. That means that we're going to have to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. And acknowledge him in all our ways, whereas he shall direct our paths. That's in Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. And it means to relinquish control over to to him, too. And abide in him and let his word abide in us, like John, the 15th chapter, verses 4 through 5, I believe it is, says for us to do. That means we're going to need to be yielded to his spirit and be a doer of the word. It also means that we need to engage the armor of God, praise God, and use the appropriate pieces, appropriate the pieces based on what's at hand, praise God. And that's in verses 13 through 18, where you will read about the armor of God in the different pieces. And let the Lord teach us how to be strategic in spiritual warfare. For me, this is what I've learned as to how to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, praise God i also want to touch on what i uh, mentioned last week in regard to when we are being persecuted despitefully used people are despitefully using us thank you lord in matthew 5 verses 44 through 45 and i mentioned that when we pray for people or i want to tell you rather that when we pray for people and do good to those who do us wrong or do us evil the lord showed me how that's a way to safeguard our heart from Becoming a a grudge holder, uh, being unforgiving, bitterness entering in, and hardness of heart. We're also bearing fruit because we're abiding in Jesus and allowing him and his word to abide in us. That's in John 15, verses 4 through 5. Let me read that. Jesus said, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except be abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing, amen, praise God. So that's important, to abide in the Lord and let his word abide in us for the reasons i would mentioned. I believe I also mentioned the importance of remaining focused in the battle. Let's go to Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verses 23 through 27, and I'll be reading out of the Passion Translation. It reads, So above all, guard the affections of your heart. The King James Version says, Keep thy heart with all diligence. It goes on to read, For they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the the welfare of your innermost being, For from there flows the wellspring of life. And that word wellspring means the issues of life. It's actually the seasons, especially springtime. Out of your heart flow the seasons of life. It is our hearts, not our ages or circumstances that shape the seasons of our lives. If our hearts are tender to God, we can live in perpetual springtime. Praise God. Amen to that. And I am a witness to that when I am lining my life up with God and his word. Verse 24 goes on to say, avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free be free from using perverse words no matter what. Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. Verse 26, watch where you're going. Stick to the path of truth and the road will be safe and smooth before you verse 27 don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness amen praise god so i really like that 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 sums it up there's no more i need to say behind that in regard to the test do you remember when we were in school and during the test the teacher doesn't speak because the teacher expects us to know what's been taught concerning the lesson verbally and by textbook. In this case, the Bible is our text, and the Holy Spirit, our guide, He's the one that speaks to us. And the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance what we talk about during prayer. What has the Holy Spirit brought to your remembrance in this test during times of prayer? What did the Lord show you in His Word that He wants you to begin to walk in? In essence, Jesus is saying, where do you have light that you didn't have before? You see, the Holy Spirit will illuminate our minds and bring understanding where we didn't have it prior. We can read something weeks or months ago, sometimes even years ago, and suddenly the lights come on. And we understand in ways that we didn't before. This is a good thing. And this is the way the Lord does us, praise God. This is a good thing because it signifies we're growing. At the same time, He has an expectation for us to do what the Word says and follow His instructions and his leading, praise God, just like a natural parent knows his child, his or her child's capabilities, and because of God's grace and the Holy Spirit as our teacher, there's also a different in this regard. A difference in this regard. They're different in this regard because in James one verse five, he says that if any man lack wisdom, and that's this passage that's talking about a time of t- uh, a testing, the testing of our faith. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and God will liberally give that wisdom and upbraid if not. He won't scold us or shame us or say, why are you asking me that? You know better. He won't do that. He is willing and able. He wants us to come to him as a father and ask his wisdom in the test. And also in Philippians 2 verses 12 through 13, Paul lets us know when he writes the letter to the church at Philippi, He says, wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, what that means, fear, meaning reverence towards God, a respect towards God. And trembling means dependence upon God. Verse 13, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Praise God. Do you see this? Praise God. Thank you, Lord. So we have help That takes away our excuse <laughs> As far as obedience and, and following the word of God and, and the promptings of the Holy Spirit Amen We can't lose So in short This is what the Lord is after This is what the Lord This You know the Lord is Is perfecting us And one of our foundation scriptures Is Philippians 1 verse 6 being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He will continue to complete the work and perform it until Jesus' return in this season in an accelerated fashion, praise God. So we need to keep in step with the Lord and let him continue to increase our faith, the kind of faith that endures and lasts. Give us deeper levels of intimacy with him. Allow him to mature us to where as we become complete in Jesus Christ. I've also mentioned um, in times past the wilderness, excuse me, the wilderness experience in regard to the children of Israel. This can also be equated to the sanctification process. That is what we're in as well. We're in the sanctification process. Thank you, Lord. Well, I do. Thank you for joining me. I love you. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. And until next time, God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God. Restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22, 17 says, and the spirit and the bride say come, and let those that hear say come, and let them that are athirst come, they that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, spirit of life ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121 until next time thank you and god bless you